Hello everyone, this is Andre Tomlin from Mental Health and I'm here reporting from the Institute of Child Health Mental Health Conference. The hashtag is ICH Mental Health. Uh, and I'm here with Professor David Skews, consultant psychiatrist and head of behavioural and brain sciences here at the Institute of Child Health. And Professor Roz Shafran, who's a consultant clinical psychologist and chair in translational psychology here at the Institute of Child Health. So I was going to start, David, with you and just ask you really, why, why are you having this event today? The Otto Wolf Lecture, Professor Dane Sue Bailey is talking, and then a, a symposium, the Catherine Peck Symposium, with a, a kind of range of different speakers in this mm. child mental health world. What inspired you to have this event? Well, we are very committed to engaging research in mental health here at the Institute of Child Health, and the uh, mental health... Uh, work that we do is based in a part of the Institute which is called a programme for population policy and practice. Um, the population policy and practice programme um, has an annual event. Uh, the Catherine Peckham Symposium fell to us this year and uh, the Otto Wolf Lecture is in uh, memory of uh, a fine uh, clinician here, um, Otto Wolf, who died sadly some years ago. Catherine Peckham, I'm pleased to say, I'm sure we'll be here attending this meeting. She's an epidemiologist, one of the founding uh, people in the field of child epidemiological uh, research into, into health in general. So um, it was, I have to confess, completely coincidental that we chose the 10th of October to have this event, but it's the uh, World Mental Health Day, as I'm sure everybody listening knows. Nice it's a great coincidence, so, yes. Yeah. And we were, um, so we wanted to promote uh, work that we're doing here at the Institute uh, on Child Mental Health, and some of the speakers will talk about their, their research, but more broadly, we wish to uh, publicise the fact that there are major steps being taken, uh, both in terms of uh, the government initiatives, but also related um, activities uh, in the community, including, for example, the schools initiative, which I'm sure everybody will be hearing much more about today, um, which have relevance to the to the research that we're doing here at the, at the institute. And so, um, we uh, we invited some uh, excellent speakers uh, to come to the institute this afternoon, who've got massive experience in in delivering. Uh, both policy and practice, actually, in, in the mental health field as it applies to children. And youth mental health has definitely got more of a profile now than it has a few years ago, um, but it doesn't seem to have that much more kind of investment or um, service provision. What do you think? What, are we kind of, is it being reported in the media, but are we delivering for young people with mental health problems? Well, I, I, speaking as a child psychiatrist, <laughs> my answer to that is no, uh, most definitely not. Um, in fact, um, with the exception of, uh, of the money that's been put into eating disorder services, uh, child mental health services have suffered from, uh, from cuts in real terms in, in recent years. Uh, and that has had an impact on their morale. Um, I would say secondarily it's had an impact on recruitment and an issue that uh, I as a, as a child psychiatrist am particularly concerned about is the fact that we have far fewer child psychiatrists in this country than we should have and we cannot recruit into the posts that have been created 
in our child mental health services. There are just not enough people interested in working in this area who are qualified as psychiatrists. So that's a big problem. Um, and insofar as psychiatrists have a role to play in helping children with mental health problems, um, that's going to be a bigger challenge in the future. But of course, uh, this is not just a psychiatric field. Clinical psychologists have an enormously important role to play, and I'm sure my colleague uh, uh, Ros Schaffron will have something to say about that. Yeah, Ros? Well, I was just... On, on the internet this morning, Stephen Scott, who's speaking, has actually made a statement about investment in child mental health services, and I think having Catherine Pugh, who has government funds and is investing in them, I think she would give perspective and be able to give some figures on investment. I think there's also a matter of the right kind of investment and making sure that it is the evidence-based treatments um, that are being delivered and working in partnership. I think there's a huge amount need for partnership working between all kinds of mental health professionals and I'm not sure that's always working effectively. So I think there's lots more that can be done but the fact that it is so high on the public's agenda and on the government's agenda, you, you can't open a newspaper can you without hearing about it, without seeing the reports, that has to be a good thing and the impetus is there for change. And I do also think that the government programme on which you know the Children and Young People's Improving Access to Psychological Therapies programme really is transformational and it really is, um, gives hope for a whole range of low intensity therapies being delivered and a new kind of workforce. But I think that should not be at the expense of the seriously um, unwell mentally, m mental health needs that there are. So you need an investment across the whole spectrum, early intervention, prevention, but also um, when it comes to um, needing psychiatric input as well. What do you think about the, the recent announcement to screen young people for mental mm. health problems in schools? I think it's a good idea. I think how it's done is really important. Um, I think the issue of stigma has not gone away. Um, however much people are talking about it and that's reducing stigma, actually how is it going to work when you screen everybody and then a couple of kids in the class are pulled out and said, oh, you've, you've seemed to have depression, let's come and talk to you. For your, you know, here's our new counsellor. How is that actually going to be managed in a way that's not going to make young people feel, feel different and want, you know, want them to not tell the truth on their measures? So I think all of those things are really important considerations. It's, it's how things are done is really important as well as what is being done. Is there any evidence for screening young people for mental illness in schools? Evidence that it that it's effect that, that it can identify. I mean, we know that the measures can identify young people. I guess evidence that it doesn't cause harm. Um, I I, I mean, this isn't my particular area of expertise. Mm. I I think I I don't know of any evidence that, that it's sort of necessarily been evaluated. On the whole, my inclination is that done properly, it is a, a huge benefit. But it's also really, really important that once you've identified the mental health needs, that those needs can be met. And that's where you need to have these lower intensity interventions. You need to have people in schools who are trained the mental health champions and so on. And I, I do think that that's what the initiatives are. It's, it's not just a one-off wheel screen, but nothing else. It's about joining all those pieces together. So I'm optimistic. Yeah, the thing about service delivery, having raised expectations, is key, isn't it? I was really entertained and... and Loved Simon Wesley's comment last year, you know, oh God, I sigh when another Mental Health Awareness Day comes around because we've got enough awareness, it's just the services we actually need. Now. Yeah, and that was the inspiration for the panel discussion talk yeah. actually, but um, 
if you have all the pieces in place, which requires all the investment, you can't just do it piecemeal. I think that's that's the issue. And I do think there are signs that that, that whole approach is being taken. Yeah. So talk us through who's going to be speaking today, what you're looking forward to. You've mentioned Catherine and Stephen already. Who else have we got on the programme? Well, our keynote speaker is Professor Dame Sue Bailey, who happens to... Uh, an old friend of mine who went to medical school at the same time back in Manchester in 1968 and uh, she has uh, obviously uh, risen to uh, to, to uh, great heights is a very entertaining speaker uh, has forthright views which have fortunately um, I think been listened to by many who uh, she's attempted to influence uh, she's a great advocate for uh, mental health services so I'm really very excited to uh, to hear her speak. Um, Stephen Scott, who I also know, is another child psychiatrist, uh, who uh, has been involved in, I think, the uh, implementation of some very important initiatives to try and uh, engage families in primary prevention, actually, to prevent uh, mental health problems arising. He's going to be talking about interventions to reduce the harmful effects of adverse childhood experiences. I've not heard him speak on that subject before, so that's another topic that I'm, I'm particularly keen to hear. And uh, Tamsin Ford uh, from Exeter University uh, is going to be talking actually about mental health mm. in schools, the very topic which is, is so uh, important actually today with the announcement of this new initiative um, by the government to send mental health teams into schools. I'd be very interested to hear what she has to say about uh, the, uh, the prospects for their success, um, given some of the, uh, the caveats that you've raised, Andre. Yeah, that amazing STARS trial that came mm-hmm. out earlier this year, mm-hmm. and yeah, lots of other spin-off work from mm-hmm. that. And you, you've got your session, Ros, which is... I'm really looking forward to hearing my session. I'm intrigued. So, fans of the uh, Peanuts cartoon will know that Lucy had a, uh, psych- a booth, a drop-in booth, and uh, it says the psychiatrist is in, is quite a common image. And we got permission from the Schultz Foundation to use that image in our research project. And we did do some editing to make Lucy a bit less grumpy. And we did say not just the psychiatrist is in, apart from the Photoshop, but it's the principle. We have a uh, funded research project in which we've opened a mental health drop-in booth in the reception area of the hospital because um, of Great Ormond Street. Because children with chronic illness and their families have higher rates of mental health needs. So um, we wanted to make that accessible. So that's why we've done that. But I, I think we're really pleased as well to have Catherine Pugh speaking because she is going to be, re- she is at the forefront of the policy initiatives and talking about the government's green paper. So again, it's that sort of that whole piece of work. Um, and I think we sort of tried to design the programme so that it did cover all the different areas. And particularly pleased that and part of our talk is from a parent representative who, um, who's the mother of a child with mental health needs and chronic illness and talking about her experiences. Because I, I think one of the things in, that child mental health is leading the way on is participant involvement. And I can't see how you can um, develop initiatives without input from the people who are, have that terrific and tremendous lived experience and are passionate about trying to make improvements. Yeah, well, hopefully the the work that we do today with the live tweeting and the yes. podcasting can bring in you know a, a big diverse population to the conversation as well. And that's that's why I think as well that that your role is so important because 
my concern has been that some of the research never actually makes it into clinical practice and we know that it doesn't and I think how we bridge that gap really is utilising social media and utilising the power of people and their passions and I think you form a really important role in that. So thank, thank you. you. Thank you. So the live um, panel discussion is at 4.30 this afternoon. We're going to be streaming that on YouTube. We're going to be live tweeting from ICH Mental Health. Uh, thanks a lot for joining me. Hope you as well. Thank you very much. Thank Andy. you.